Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. It's Monday 6th of September. Ariana is currently flying from the Netherlands to Italy to prepare for hosting this weekend's Track TV coverage. So you got me to introduce the show instead. A breaking news episode of the podcast today. And three of our heavy hitters to weigh in and give us their comments on the news today. We'll be joined by Jonathan Noble, Luke Smith, and Jake Boxall Leg talking about the announcement that we all knew was coming, but you never really know until it's a done deal. And that is that Valtteri Bottas will join the Alfa Romeo Formula One team in 2022 at the start of what the Swiss outfit says is a multi-year deal. Well, the Finns' departure from Mercedes has been expected for some weeks now, and a return to Williams was on the cards before it became clear that his destination was indeed Alfa Romeo. Kimi Raikkonen's retirement announcement last Wednesday was the first in a series of pieces of the driver market puzzle to fall into place. Confirmation from Mercedes that George Russell will be joining the World Championship team hasn't officially happened at the time of recording, but surely that's happening in due course, maybe today or later in the week. Well, Bottas will be reunited at Alfa Romeo with the team principal, Fred Vasseur. Now, he worked with him at ART and F3 back in 2009 and 10. In GP3 in 2011, that's when he won the championship. And despite the strong contribution of Bottas over the years, the prospect of promoting Russell from Williams ultimately proved irresistible for Mercedes and the team boss, Toto Wolff. Well, the Austrian was involved in Bottas's management for a long time before conflicts of interest obliged him to step back. But Wolf has long stressed that he wanted to ensure that his former protégé found a new seat should Russell be given the nod for the Mercedes drive and said after Bottas's move to Alfa Romeo was confirmed that he would absolutely 
have deserved to stay in 2022. Let's hear from John, Luke, and first of all, JBL on the podcast today. Joining me to talk about the big moves across the Formula One grid are Autosport F1 reporter Luke Smith and Motorsport.com F1 editor John Noble. Gents, what do we think about the moves that have just happened? It kind of makes me think of the pretends to be shocked gif that goes around on social media because I think that's uh, kind of everyone's reaction now. It was for so many weeks, I think it's been pretty clear what's going to happen. Over the uh, Zandvoort weekend, George Russell revealed that he'd been told prior to Spa what he would be doing. Obviously, both he and Valtteri Bottas have been quite coy with their answers. They both kept saying that there was no news to share, but that didn't mean there hadn't been a decision. Uh, Toto Wolff, he said that he had taken a decision, but it wasn't the right time to announce it. So it's been pretty clear which way the wind has been blowing. But uh, yeah, it's good to get it finally out in the open, put an end to, I think, the big drama of silly season. And I think, uh, yeah, paved the way for a, a new chapter, both for Valtteri Bottas at Alfa Romeo and uh, a really exciting opportunity for George Russell, finally, uh, with that Mercedes team. And I think, think in the end, it's a decision that makes sense for all camps, really. I think with George Russell coming to the end of his contract at Williams, it was clear he needed to do something different, be somewhere different, be in a different competitive uh, environment if his, if his career was going to progress. Otherwise, he just becomes a Williams driver um, as such. So I think that kind of forced the decision on Mercedes. Valtteri has had his, had his time at Mercedes. He's given his all just hasn't clicked not necessarily all through his own fault um i think toto wolf said recently that bad luck seems to be stapled to valtteri bottas's steering wheel because he's had a lot of misfortune and bad luck along the way but his wins his pole positions his contribution to the team on the technical front have, have all been there and i think toto's comment about valtteri deserving to stay there would have been correct if there wasn't george russell sitting there needing to be placed and moved somewhere so um and Alfa Romeo's, I think, is quite a, quite a good little fit for Valtteri. He become a team leader. He gets his multi-year contract, renews that partnership with Fred Vasseur. Um, with 2022 rules, who knows who's going to be who knows who's going to be quick, who's going to be slow next year. Maybe some of these midfield teams are going to make a, a big jump and push towards the front, and we will get shock podiums in 2022. So. Uh, I think a, a satisfactory outcome for everybody. Williams was in for, for Bottas as well, uh, but he has taken that route to go down Alfa Romeo. They have offered him a multi-year deal. What was the thinking behind that particular move on his part? Because it's quite a big uh, coup for Alfa, isn't it? It's a great move for Alfa Romeo. Um, I think Fred Vasseur has been quite clear for a while that Valtteri was at the top of his list. He knew what he was capable of when they worked together at ART in Formula 3 and GP3. Um, he's now he's now a race winner in Formula One. He now understands what a championship-winning team, how it operates, what it does, what the mindset is, what the staffing levels are like, what the facilities are like, and that can be invaluable for a, a team like Alfa Romeo, especially in this cost cap era where you're having to choose where your resources go. Um, so I think it's very very good for him, and I think with Alfa Romeo, he, he gets a chance to. Completely new environment. There's no longer this the, any kind of element or association with Williams. It's not going backwards in his career. So he's not going back to where he started out in Formula One. A, a clean break. And I think we've not seen the full potential of Alfa Romeo this year. They had a bad season last year. We've seen some good qualifying performances from Giovinazzi, especially in Zandvoort last weekend. But this is a team that hasn't developed that car at all. Um, when I spoke to Fred Vasseur recently, he was pretty clear. We are the other than Haas, the only team that has not developed the car one bit. So in theory, they should have fallen down the order uh, and be stuck at the back. But, but they're delivering occasionally 
these surprise performances. So with this extra resource to 22, could they spring a surprise? It's a good environment for Bottas. I think that, as you say, John, he's in a really good spot now. I think that he has so much experience from Mercedes that he would have been valuable, I think, to pretty much every single team, maybe except for Red Bull and Ferrari, because obviously they, they know how it is to be a big operation and their, their drivers are used to that. But he's going to bring, I think, a huge amount to Alpha. I think that it's, uh, yeah, it's a good little setup there. I think that that sort of Sauber run operation, it's always been known for punching above its weight. Um, it's produced some wonderful drivers over the years. Uh, Charles Leclerc, I think, being uh, probably the most recent example. So I think it's it's going to be a really good fit for him. And I think also the stability of a multi-year deal, which is something you never had at Mercedes. We always have this yearly uh, saga about, okay, are they going to keep him? Are they not? But now he knows that for the next two years, he will be at Alfa Romeo. Uh, Fred Vasseur, he spoke to uh, our colleague Adam Cooper and told him that he wants Bottas to be a team leader. He wants him to be the man driving Alfa Romeo forward. And it looks like whoever his teammate is going to be, it's going to be someone with uh, minimal F1 experience, if any at all. So I think, yeah, Bottas, he's going to be really, really important to that team now. And I think after a number of years sort of being next to Lewis, um, being the, the wingman, of course, that's how he really disliked being called. But it was never really his team and it never was going to be his team either. But I think with Alpha, it can be Valtteri's team. I think he can really be built around him and give him a really good chance, I think, to maximise the results because he's he's been a great performer. I mean, I think you look at sort of the so-called number two drivers, I think he's been a lot closer to Lewis Hamilton, one of, if not the greatest of all time, than a lot of others, your, your Barrichellos, your Webbers, people like that. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting to see what he can do in this new environment and uh, hopefully be able to uh, recapture some some of his best form. He does have a chance to thrive at Alfa Romeo. And moving on to George Russell then, uh, this has been a long time in the making, hasn't it? Uh, we were talking about this last year and obviously Bottas was retained for another year. Even after those starring performances uh, at the Sakir race when Lewis Hamilton was laid off with COVID and George Russell took over. Um, but John, just starting with you... Um, was there only really one option for Mercedes here? Was Russell's talent too good for them to to miss, really? Yeah, well, I've, I've, the only other contender possibly could have been Ocon, um, who obviously has been backed by Mercedes for a while, but he's he's made his future at Alpine. He's done a you know great, I think, a good season, solid season against Fernando Alonso this year, irrespective of the win in Hungary. Um, you know, he's shown himself where well. he's embedded himself well there. He's earned a fresh contract. So I think once Ocon was off the table, I think it was almost a no-brainer because you had to do something with George. I don't think he could have stayed at Williams. Despite the progress they are making, I think he kind of needed needed something to push him forward because if he remained at Williams for a fourth season, I think there was a danger he could be cast as only good enough for Williams that people would begin question why why aren't Mercedes taking him to Mercedes? So I think it was important to move him on. Too complicated to move him anywhere else. So the one place that made the most sense was Mercedes. Um, I think obviously there would have been some big considerations from Toto because you've got Valtteri, who's been a team player. It's been a very harmonious environment there after trouble between Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton. We saw with George in Sakir last year, he's willing to speak out. He's willing to push hard. He's willing to say things. And I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see how it goes up against Lewis Hamilton because I don't think... George's personality is one to sit back and not fight and push for what he wants and he's going to be ultra competitive and he's going to want to prove a point uh, and I just want to know if Toto's embracing himself for a few more headaches from next year How do you think it's going to go next year Luke at Mercedes? 
Yeah, there could there could be fireworks. I think it's not not an absolute given. I think that it's been. I think the the partnership between Lewis and Valtteri that's exactly what Mercedes needed after the Nico Rosberg era because it got very tense and explosive and fractured towards the end. And the team has come together really really well. I think it's a very united team now, and it's going to be really interesting to see just how much that is pushed next year because, uh, as John said, George isn't the kind of person who's going to just uh, yeah sit back and, and want to be a number two driver. And if he's got an opportunity to take the fight to Lewis, he's absolutely going going to do that. And Lewis's attitude towards it all as well. I mean, he was sort of over the summer, uh, a few races back, he he was asked about it. And he said that he didn't necessarily see there needed to be any change uh, at Mercedes for next year. And uh, even at Spa, after George obviously qualified second and uh, in the end uh, finished second as well in the race that that wasn't really. He he, he again was not, not overflowing with compliments. He was sort of complimentary, but not not exactly very warm and embracing of George. Um, whereas then at Zandvoort, Lewis all of a sudden was really speaking up about George, saying, oh, yeah, he's really humble, like, he's a great operator, and obviously I've got to support Valtteri because he's the guy here right now, but yeah, George's got a great future. And it was interesting to see that attitude change. So, yeah, I think uh, maybe that was him sort of coming to terms with what was going to happen, that ultimately he will be working with George, therefore uh, I've got to sort of, yeah, get used to it and um, let, let it sort of pull the team forward. But... I think it's just going to be a fascinating fascinating dynamic because you've got Lewis who's going into the final few years of his career now, obviously wants that eighth world title and to really cement himself at the top of all those uh, statistical lists for wins, polls, world championships. And then you've got George who doesn't have any of those things right now and yet he knows that sort of he's the next man, like he's going to be the man to probably take over when Lewis does retire and, uh, and lead Mercedes into the future. So uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I think that... I think Mercedes has done a lot of good work during this time with Bottas. I think maybe they'll be better prepared this time around for when there are sort of these spicy on-track moments that they had between uh, Lewis and Nico, for example. But uh, yeah, I think with George, it's going to be really interesting. It's a a very new dynamic for the team. And uh, yeah, I just can't wait to see how it goes. And just lastly then, because that really brings Williams into play with the whole silly season uh, lineup. We kind of expect Nicholas Latifi to stay. Uh, Jos Capito said, He'd be very, very happy to keep uh, the Canadian on board. But it seems to be a straight fight for the other seat between Alex Albon and Nick DeVries. Who do you think is going to get that drive and and on on what grounds, if you like? Yeah, my money would be on Nick DeVries for that seat. I think that we know that Red Bull and Alex Albon, we know that they want Williams. That's their preference. But the fact that Toto Wolff has made quite clear that if Albon is to go to Williams, he needs to be free of his Red Bull links so that obviously because he's going to be racing potentially with a Mercedes power unit I think that might be a bit of a deal breaker for Red Bull because ultimately he's a young driver they've put a lot of time and effort and money into and I don't think they would be happy to lose him so I I reckon that that may point towards Albon going to Alfa Romeo we know that Ferrari have said that they're not going to interfere they don't have a say over Antonio Giovinazzi's seat anymore so I think that's looking like the more likely destination for Albon and uh, yeah it gives a chance I think for Nick De Vries who's been uh, yeah excellent in uh, in Formula E this year obviously winning the world championship won the F2 title a couple of years back in 2018 he was fourth in the championship behind uh, those three great graduates of uh, Russell Norris and Albon so he's he's got what it takes to be an F1 definitely and he's really earned his opportunity and yeah, I think the Mercedes links, I think they'll just push him over the line uh, to, to land that Williams drive. Uh, I'm interested to know if John agrees with that, if there's any other contenders he might see. Yeah, no, I, I agree on the Albon to Alfa Romeo. I think in the end, the 
the Mercedes element in terms of Williams and the, the huge rivalry between Toto Wolff and Red Bull now that Red Bull are producing their own engines um, in the future. I think that could prove to be the the key point. And I think it'd be more straightforward for Christian Horner and Red Bull to agree a deal at Alfa Romeo, keep Albon part of their family, um, keep him on a leash, so to speak, so they can haul him back in if they need to for 23 or beyond, if um, Tsunoda doesn't step up or Perez has another disappointing period next year and they think, well, maybe it's not going to work with him. So I think they'd like to keep their options open on that front. It makes makes most sense, Albon to be Alfa. But I think this leaves Williams in a tremendously strong situation because it's no longer the 10th team in Formula 1 either points-wise or pace-wise. Um, there's been some good, solid progress there. We've seen, um, you know, George has done some great Saturdays, but Latifi is now getting up there as well and delivering some surprises, which, which shows the car is making progress. That's enticing for outside drivers. Um, it's probably the most competitive seat that's going to be available. Yoscapito, team team boss, is a bit of a player in the paddock. He knows how these things work, so he'll be speaking to... Toto, I'm sure he's speaking to Horner, he'll be speaking to um, Fred Vasseur, he'll be speaking to driver managers, he'll have this list, he'll know what he can get out of who and what makes the most sense. You know, does it make the most sense to go for Latifi as a bit of continuity with some good sponsorship just to keep the coffers well boosted? Do you go for De Vries and try to get a reduction on your Mercedes engine deal um, through Toto if they, they want to do something there? Do you go for Kvyat? Do you go for Jack Aitken and try to get Korean sponsors in? Do you go for Hulkenberg? I think there's no end of drivers and opportunities for Williams. And I think in their situation, they just need to sit back, see what happens elsewhere on the market, keep that seat available. You can make the choice you want. You won't be forced into a corner and rushed into things. And there you have it. Thank you very much, chaps. We have Bottas to Alfa Romeo and George Russell to Mercedes. But what else is going to happen in the other Alfa seat and, of course, at Williams? Stick with us and we'll find out just as you do. Well, thank you once again. The news that Mercedes driver Valtteri Bottas will join Alfa Romeo next year is the first key move in Formula One's driver market for next year. In an exclusive interview with Autosport, team boss Fred Vasseur explains why the Finn he last worked with a decade ago has the traits his team needs for 2022 as F1 enters what is a brave new era. You can read it all in the plus section of autosport.com. Now, we think that is the best motorsport writing out there, but you judge for yourself. And we want to give you half-price access. New subscribers who sign up today, you get a promo code PODCAST, you use it during checkout, and you get 50% off your first payment, whatever term you want that to be. Well, go to autosport.com slash plus, click sign in at the top of the page, then the next page is where you use the promo code podcast, get you 50% off, maybe you'll sign up for a year, possibly, and enjoy all of our coverage. Thank you for listening today, and we will be back soon. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. 
Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov P-A-C-T. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.